Setting up your resource schedule is crazy. <laughs> hey, special ed teacher. Typically, my episodes are geared toward all speducators, but I want to have an episode for my RSP resource teachers as well, which is what I am currently doing in my position now. I want to share some tips and tricks that I've learned with a topic that I know is many resource teachers' biggest struggle, scheduling. But I guarantee that even if you're not a resource teacher, you'll be able to at least get one takeaway from today's episode. But before we get into it, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to go ahead and grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to take next so you don't miss a thing at that IEP meeting. Grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, Am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. Today's episode is needed because I don't care if you're a newbie or a veteran resource teacher, scheduling all of our students on our caseload is the biggest struggle for us. That is a never ending wheel that we all go through, not just at the beginning of the year, but the entire school year. I just started my 15th year of being a SPED teacher. That's 10 years of being in the self-contained classroom. And then now for the past five years, I have been in the resource room. So for those of you that do not know what a resource teacher does, we are still special educators, but we basically service the students that have IEPs in the general ed classrooms. There are different types of models that we service our students. This can be the pullout model where students get pulled from the general ed classrooms into our resource classroom to receive their specialized academic instruction, also known as SAI, service minutes, and or myself or my aide can go ahead and push in, which is a push-in model where we go into the gen ed classrooms and co-teach with the teachers. Generally, some of the behaviors and paperwork are the same when compared to when I used to teach the mild to moderate special day class. But the thing that sets us apart besides all of the IEPs that we need to do is the resource teachers schedules. OMG. We need to service all of the students on our caseloads and schedule their service minutes. I service students grades TK all the way to sixth grade. That's eight grade levels with each student having very different needs, very different goals, and varying different minutes. 
So we are to navigate our schedules to make sure we're not pulling the students from core instruction, recesses, lunches, enrichment activities like science, band, chorus, and even going to the library. And all of the grade levels have their recesses and lunches at different times. Yeah, scheduling is so much fun, said no resource teacher ever. (laughs) Anyway, I have tried so many different kinds of combinations of how and when to pull my students. I've tried by ability level, grade level, students that have the same service minutes. So it took some time collaboration from members from the SPED department, my admin, trial and error, and even going to job shadow an amazing resource teacher at another school for me to finally realize how to manage it all. So whenever I create my RSP schedule for the new school year, now I know what parameters to put in place to make it a little easier to organize my monster of a schedule. So if you're struggling with organizing your RSP schedule, here are five components you must have when creating your resource specialist program schedule. For the first component is number one, to designate a day for testing and writing IEPs. This saves my insanity, y'all. As a resource teacher, we have many, I mean many IEPs. We have all the IEPs of the students on our caseload, including their annuals, triannuals, and amendments, oh, and transitionals towards the end of the year. Then we also do any initial IEPs of any students with incoming assessment plans. So when I say a lot, I mean a lot. So specifically, designating a day just for testing those initials and tries and writing your IEPs will help keep you on track. It's often difficult for me to designate the entire day since I do have some students that receive maximum minutes with me and I have to at least see one group on that day. But the rest of that time is to do any academic assessments and IEP writing. So for number one, Designate a day for testing and writing IEPs. Struggling with organizing your RSP schedule? The second component you must have when creating your resource specialist program schedule is number two, designate time or days for each subject. When I first started, it was difficult for me to navigate how to separate time for my sessions and ensure I was covering both subjects. I have tried the first half of the day, ELA, English Language Arts, and then the second half was math. But then that later on did not work at all. So then I separated the week with two days ELA and then two days math. This helped to be sure we covered both subjects. And then my aide would see students on Wednesdays where she would cover any other areas that the students needed to concentrate on more while at the same time, I would be doing my academic testing or write IEPs. So for number two is to designate time or days for each subject. Struggling with organizing your RSP schedule, the third component you must have when creating your resource specialist program schedule is number three, follow the school master schedule. I am very lucky that my school has a master schedule for the entire school. 
This was just created at my school a few years ago. For instance, my school designated the mornings every day for 15 minutes to do some silent reading. Also, we have a time where each grade level gets pulled for reading intervention. This is the main time that I use to guide my service minutes to pull my students as well. It's more convenient for the gen ed teachers so our students don't miss out on core instruction. So for number three is to follow the school master schedule. If you're struggling with organizing your RSP schedule, the fourth component you must have when creating a resource specialist program schedule is number four, keep students' times consistent. Keeping the times consistent creates a routine for all to follow, especially for your students. They'll be able to remember it easier and it'll have them become independent and know when to come to your class if you're doing a pullout model. It keeps us in a routine as well. So for number four, keep students' times consistent. Struggling with organizing your RSP schedule, the fifth and last component you must have when creating your resource specialist program schedule is number five, schedule in your special ed assistant. Do not forget to schedule your special ed assistant into the schedule as well. I am the type of person, and I know I'm not the only one, who likes to take care of everything. Please don't do that and utilize your aid as much as you can. They are there to help you support the kids as well so the students can get their allotted time. You do not have to do it all. Like I said in episode three, which is entitled Five Tips to Work Best with Your Paraprofessional, I'll link it in the show notes. You need to utilize your paraprofessional special ed aids and strengths. Is your aid best with the younger students or older? Really great with behavior management? I pull my groups according to grade level. And of course, I do have students who are performing at different ability levels within that grade level. So I split up the groups and my aid works with the students that need more support in foundational skills while I'm with the students that are ready to learn new concepts. So for the last component is number five, schedule in your special ed assistant. I hope these tips help you with your schedule, whether you're in the RSP room or self-contained class. So to recap, If you're struggling with organizing your RSP schedule, here are five components you must have when creating your resource specialist program schedule. For number one, designate a day for testing and writing IEPs. Number two, designate time or days for each subject. Number three, follow the schoolmaster schedule. Number four, keep students' times consistent. And then number five, schedule in your special ed assistant. Go ahead and hop into the Facebook group and let us know what you need to include a must-have in your schedule, either an RSP or the self-contained class. Go ahead and join me and other educators like you at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. This is where I hang out the most and the group is awesome. Definitely your people for sure. Both SPED and non-SPED educators are all welcome. Also, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. 
This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to do before that next IEP meeting so you don't miss a thing. Go ahead and grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, my friend, I'll catch you on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend, take care.